Carlos, good to see you again. Good afternoon. Um, can we start with a team news update, please? In particular, the three players who missed out on Saturday, Tom Lees, Dwayne Holmes and Jonathan Hogg. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, Hoggy is not going to be available in the next six to eight weeks, like I said before in the before the last press conference. So uh, he cannot be working with the group during this period of time and cannot be involved in the games during this period of time. After the, the faster to recovery is Tom Lees because he didn't feel well. He was feeling unwell previous to the game, the day before to the night before to the game, having some temperature. So that's why he wasn't involved, but it's no any any injury. It was just this type of, of feeling. That's why he was training today and he will be in the next game, available for the next game. And Holmes, still we need to see Today he was doing the first training with the group or part of the training with the group. Tomorrow is going to do another part of the training with the group. Depending how we see him, we will make the evaluation with the medical staff to see if he's going to be available or not available for the for the next game. So with um with with Tom Lee's, was it just a little bit feeling under the weather? It wasn't anything to do with any viruses or anything. I know that's no 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 no. It was only that he had some temperature because he was feeling unwell. But that's why it's like anything related with COVID or with any type of situation that don't that uh, wouldn't allow him to be with the group fast. So he was that's why he was training today with the group. That way tomorrow he won't complete the training, and that's why he will be ready to the normal thing. If everything goes well tomorrow, he will be ready to to be with the squad on on Tuesday night game. Wednesday. Okay. Night game, sorry. Uh, good to hear that about Tom. Um, looking back at West Brom, um, we mentioned those players who were out. Obviously, uh, Tom missing through his illness. Just given all those circumstances, how satisfying was it to get that hard-fought, well-deserved win under the belt, Carlos? I was watching a, one very demanding game in in this type of um, this type of game. It was very important to have a lot of uh, a strong mentality. I mean, like the, the summary will be like a strong mentality because I know the the advantages we would have advantages to to make the normal play now because it's a team that they put many players in their attacking half to be aggressive and press and that's why we knew that the demandings the technical demandings of the game the physical demandings of the game and the mental demandings of the game will be very very high because one thing was to to study them and to understand where the solutions were or the possibilities to play where the advantages could be but another different situa circumstance or situation was to do and to find the free player that could break the press to don't play directly to the spacing behind that they were giving to us. So for me, it was very difficult to find any type of advantage and the key to can be competitive during this game because during this game you can score the goal, you can score the goal, they can they could score in some of the opportunities that they have or sometimes score, sometimes another time doesn't, the opponent doesn't score. So for me, the most important thing is to have the necessary mentality to be competitive. And I was watching that the team knew how to suffer together, how to defense together, using well in the second half, so recoveries of the ball to, to create some counter-attacks and start to balance the feeling of the game. And it's true that in one game where we have, a lot, after you analyze that game, we have many points that we need to, that we did well, many points that we didn't do enough well, especially in attack, and some details in defense that have to we have to improve to be more solid team and to don't put never there is a long risk this is always our target we have many many time 
the team was defending. So we have the opportunity to analyze in many moments the defensive behavior of the team. You mentioned there, Carlos, a, a few things you'd still like to improve on. Can you share with us any specifics that you picked out at all? I think we were better in the press of the midfielders, especially with the two midfielders, Scott High and O'Brien, for me, were more aggressive than other times when we are creating, when we are more deep in the pitch, in the moments that the opponent moves us to be close to our goal, for me. Then it allowed us to, to have more influence in the pass of the opponent midfielders and to affect the pass of their midfielders to their strikers, just creating the gap to make the passing behind that is one part that demands more accuracy of the pass and you have the keeper to can cover this space, this space too and you can, for me, manage better. So I was watching, for example, a better press in there, but it's true that in terms of the try to avoid the crosses, we weren't able to, to maybe to avoid enough times the, the, when the action, when the ball was on the high, on the sides of the pitch, to avoid enough the, the crossing situation that creates some danger. Another point to improve was the defending of the throwing because they create two good chances uh, in one throwing attack in our defending half. And after, for me, uh, talking about attack, the transition moment for me was one, one possibility to can create one attack that at the end we didn't create attack and they create, then we have to defense. And especially for me, the throws in attack because we didn't use any time, any moment where we were defending well and the opponent gave the ball to us to make a throwing we couldn't create any attack from our throw-ins, especially the throw-ins in, defend in, defending, in defensive half. It's true that they are aggressive team defending this type of situation, but it's true that if we want to be a better team, we need to analyze with details all the situations that I told you to be, uh, to can perform better every time we play in a similar circumstances and one opponent create the similar problems to us. How much time, given the, the rest days and the quick turnaround and the travel down to London, how much time has that allowed you to work on those things, Carlos? Every time you don't have many time, every time that we don't have many days between the games, there are one part of work, there is one part of work, of work that is going to be with the, with the video, watching just the image of the situation of the game to, to try to understand it, to try to improve and We have enough time to, to do this. We did this today. We are going to do this again tomorrow. After tomorrow, when you have, like you say, the travel to London, we have to use that travel to, to continue watching with the players the situation and not only be watching the, the previous situation, because for me, uh, from the collective point of view, with the analysis of today, the, the game is an overview. Now it's important to use this information to prepare the next game, because some of these situations are going to appear again in PR. Some of these situations are not going to appear again. And we are going to face one another opponent that is going to demand to be prepared from different uh, behaviors or different perspectives to be a competitive team again. I want to ask you about your midfield, Carlos. Lewis O'Brien uh, taking the captain's armband and Scott High as well. It felt like a real mature performance from both Lewis and Scott. Would you, would you say that's fair? I think that uh, the last two games of Scott High for me, he was better than in the game that, for example, he was playing against Peterborough. It's true that when he was playing against Peterborough, he was a long time from Luton without play with the team. And sometimes the fact that the player is without play with the team can affect the performance, can affect the confidence, or can affect the, the mind to be in the right way to, to compete in the level that he has to compete. For me, he was enough aware of the situation. 
and we were preparing with him in the time that we had. Not many time after cardiac game because he was with international uh, in the international call with Scotland under 21. So we have enough time to to can talk with him, not to do different things, but just to talk with him that what we expect from him and what he wants has something is more similar about what we were watching against Cardiff than behavior that we were watching against Peterborough. And I think that he was showing enough responsibilities in his performances to, to continue performing in the way that we were talking with him and that he was totally agree that he had to, to perform. After to talk about O'Brien, I don't need to talk more about him because O'Brien is not about his age, it's about the, the maturity and the character that he has. And for me, I don't analyze him. I never analyze the play about his age. I just analyze the players about, about what they can offer to the, to the team, to the squad. And O'Brien offered many, many positive things. And from a couple of midfielders to another one, one who came on for his debut, John Russell, what, what did you make to John's little appearance on Saturday? And, and will he be in the squad for Wednesday? Yes, he will be involved because as soon as we don't have Hobby or Alex Vallejo, for me, we need to decide which is the player of the academy that we are thinking that is close, closer to the level of the championship. Uh, he is one player that is working with and him in a more medium chain project of player, knowing that we had to, even if he was playing the last year in League One during half of the season, we are not going to need to, to spend some time with him to work. And this is only what we wanted. But it's true that in the last three or four weeks, we have accelerated this adaptation to the first team for two reasons. First of all, because as soon as we, as soon as we lost Vallejo in the game against Blackburn, it was necessary to be thinking how we could solve one situation in case that Hoy was injured. And second thing, he was accelerating the situation by himself because when I was watching the B team, I was watching one player that offered always something different that our players that play in that position can offer to the team. So every time I can find this because sometimes you are watching the B team players in the B team and you are watching that they are performing well, but they can perform or maybe they don't offer something different of the other first team players that are playing the same position. And you expect that the same behaviors that they are showing are covering by players of the first team. So in this moment, you don't have the need. But when you are watching a one beating player that he offers something that you don't have in the first team, his options to go with the first team and to be involved start to increase. Exactly because this, because he can, he's able to do things that in our midfielders are, oh, we didn't find now. Especially provoking because we don't have Alex Vallejo and Hoggy available in the next hundred, I think in the next three weeks. It's going to be difficult to be watching Vallejo and in the next six to eight weeks, it's going to be impossible to watch Hoggy. Well, what does it say about the, the club's work with the B team? How much effort goes in behind the scenes there? And as a coach, how satisfying is it for you to, to give a younger player their first team debut? I, I am satisfied when I am watching that the first team staff is helping in the development of the young players. For me, this is our level of the highest level of commitment that we have with everyone in the club is to put the level of each player, club player, in the in the highest that we can. We are working with some of these young players from we are right here. They were involved the last year in the precision. They were involved in many of the training the last year, even some of them in some of the games. 
they were involved this year from the precision and we continue to be involved and close to them because for us, we don't understand this club as a one club divide in groups. We understand that we have academy players and first team players. The target with the academy is to make them one day to be ready for the first team. And as soon as one of the B team players or one of the academy players is showing that he's ready and can offer something different because he's not only that he's ready. Like I told you, he's ready and offering something different of the play that you have in the first team. For us, it's the same. The age is the same that they have experience or not in the championship level. The only important thing is to see how they are, if they can help the first team. We always are on to our, we have gate close between the academy and the first team. What we want is that players that always make you think on themselves, on them, because they are doing enough things well to make you think on them. Brilliant. Thank you. Uh, just a final couple from me, Carlos. Um, I just want to ask you about Josh Caroma, was on the bench again at the weekend. Is Josh close to making a start at all, or, or is there anything more you want to see from Josh in training? No, I think uh, he was one of the starting players at the beginning of the, of the season. Holmes was one of the players in the bench. And always the players that play in the same position, they have like a, a positive challenge between them to see, depending on the moment how they arrive, who can help the, the team in the in the conditions or in the way that we think that they have to help one position specific player can help the, the team. He was a starting player making important contribution in some of the games. But we know that Jos Coroma had a lot of impact the last year, knowing a young player with some enough experience in the championship because he didn't have minutes in the championship. So I consider that, John, that Coroma is one of the most important attackers that we have, but still is a player that have to improve things like everyone. But still, but of course, the players that didn't have that, the players that don't have enough minutes in the championship and they still are young players, they still have points to prove and points to, to improve. I think the step of Holmes during this year allowed me to be thinking that he was deserving to be in the starting player. And it's true that Holmes and Coloma are two players that can play uh, together. But it's true that I understand that both players feel more comfortable playing as a left wingers or left strikers in the in the team. So both are. It's true that Holmes can play on the right. It's true, but for me, it's not his main position. It's true that Coroma can play on the right, but it's not his main position. And then it's true that Coroma can play as a number nine, but it's not his main position. So at the end, both players for me feel more comfortable and can offer more things to the team playing in the left side. That's why uh, the replacement. Uh, when Holmes had the injury against Cardiff, was Coloma. But every time you analyze after the next game, you are going to be watching the, the need of the team. And I was understanding that against West Bromwich was important to play with Turton as a defender. Then it created the possibility to play with Sorba Thomas as a winger or play directly, continue playing with Coloma as a winger. Then at the end, our decision was to play with, with uh, Sorba Thomas as a winger and not to be starting playing with Josh Coloma. But it doesn't mean that he's going to have the same situation in the next weeks. Coroma for me is one player that he has enough level to be in the first 11. He has enough level to be an important player in the championship. And it's important that I know that he has now the mentality that every minute that he's going to be in the pitch, he's going to try to use to show exactly what I think of him. Final one from me, Carlos. Uh, trip down to QPR on Wednesday, the side you beat twice last season. Um, 
What have you made to them so far this season? Just a point above, uh, a place above you in the table. And are you feeling a little bit of pressure to get an away win under your belt? Because it's been a while since the Blackpool game. It's true that I know because you repaired me many times that we didn't win any game away from, from that game. It's true that it's one challenge. It's true that it's a long time that we didn't get the result that we wanted to, to, to get. But for me, I am not going to make any difference if we are playing at home or away. It's like we just prepare ourselves to be facing in the best way the situation that the game is going to demand. Try to show always our strengths in the pitch and to reduce our weakness points to be the more competitive team that we can that we can be. And we are going to do always this. It's true that when you have uh, your supports in someone of the game, your people help you. But you cannot depend on these circumstances because football, when you are you want to be a competitive team in football, you need to be competitive when you have your fans supporting you or when you have the opponent fans trying to support their team and, and stop your comfortable uh, situation in the pitch. Because if you only are competitive when you are at home, it's not, you are not going to be a competitive team. Thanks, Carlos. Best of luck for Wednesday. Thank you so much. Thank you, Louis. Stephen, welcome to you, please. Hi, Carlos. Yeah, I mean, it's you say Tom Lee's uh, hopefully we're back on Wednesday, but it's nice, isn't it, to have that that you're able to bring in a player like Nabi Sar, and he can do so well. It's uh, encouraging to see that kind of depth. I think uh, I was very pleased with the with the performance of Sar because the same that I told you about the Scott High, I can tell you now about Sar. Because Sar was one player that in the last uh, previous games he wasn't uh, with the team, he wasn't playing, he wasn't a starting player of the team, and he he didn't have minutes. And I know that for some players the minutes are important. For every player to have minutes is important to after to cancel the level that they have. And it's true that when you arrive to one big game against important opponents without these minutes, you're going to have one challenge that that you need to face. And for me. Sar was facing this challenge in the best way that he can that he can face. And I, I watched the game this morning. I thought um, I'd seen a bit of criticism of Sorba Thomas on online, but I thought defensively he was um, he was pretty spot on. Do, do you feel maybe the expectations on Sorba are a little bit high at the moment? No, because I think when the expectations. Our objectives are depending about what the people was watching. I don't think are high expectations. Like you can be waiting things that you are watching things. It's true that the challenge for the for the players, especially for the players that have the experience to play in a row in the championship, is to is to keep their best their level in the best every time that they are in the pitch. And this is for me the challenge that happened to every player, to Sorba Thomas or to anyone, to Josh Coroma or to every player. Especially when you are a young player and when you don't have the experience to play in one level, sometimes the impact at the beginning can be higher, but after, the important is to keep this level. And I think with Solva Thomas, we are working in the point that he needs to be consistent to have the level and to, and to continue having the impact that we think that he can have in the, in the championship. But it's one part of one process that he didn't have experience to manage and he needs to start to manage right now. The, the the fact that you need to continue doing the things that are helping you to have the impact that you are having in the in one league. As soon as you don't you don't do or you are not enough focus in the things that 
allow you before to have this impact, you are going to lose a little bit the performance, the level of in your performances. That's why it's very important to be working with the players, make them uh, aware of the work that they have to do to continue helping the team in any division that they are playing. It's a new situation for Sorba. It's a, even a new situation for Coroma because just Coroma was playing just until October the last year, but he is not a player that has been one full season in one championship club in that level. So the same situation that I told you this is for Scott High. So it's true that we have young players in our club, in our squad, that this is really what we want because we trust on them. But they need to now face some of moments of the season that they didn't have the experience to have the before. But that's why we are here as a staff to help them to realize how important it is that they continue doing the things that are going to allow you to are going to allow them to continue showing the a positive performances on the pitch. Why do you think you see that sort of um why why do you think you see that pattern with young players that they have an impact early on and then maybe have a bit of a dip? What what causes that? Depends of each player. I cannot tell you anything generical for, for everyone, but it's true that for some players, the fatigue, yes, the fatigue can affect the performance of them. For another players, uh, it's not just the fatigue, it's the mental preparation because it's true that the mentally demanding, the mental demanding of the championship is too high. I always say that for me, championship is one of the most demanding leagues in the world. And I will tell you that is, I don't know if the first one, but maybe the second one, because I am not telling that is the more quality league in the world because Premier League has the, the best level for me of, of, of the football world, maybe. So, but it's true that to play in championship, you need to be special because it's one competition that is challenged to you, it's challenging your level every two or three days. And it's not only that you have one game, it's like that you have one game that is totally different of the game that you were playing two days before or three days before. And it's going to be totally different of the team or the game that you're going to have the, the next week because in terms of the style, in terms of the shape, in terms of the identity of the opponent, it's going to be just different. So for me, this is experience. It's important to have the experience to prove this and to, to be managing well the different moments that you are going to have, like every human being during the season. So that's why for some players, that fatigue can affect to them. For another players, it's just the mental preparation to continue in the highest level because it's not easy to keep the level in your highest level. This for me, the highest challenge for, any, for every football player is to keep always their level in the highest and even be more self-demanding to push yourself even more to continue improving with the pass of the, of the games. So like you have to do this process without time to recover, just to prepare for the next game, just to prepare mentally for the next game. It's not easy because it can be one new situation for some of these players. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, on the other side, sort of Sinani, Danel Sinani had looked a little bit short on confidence and he admitted to us sort of last week that, that you know, he was sort of starting to feel a bit frustrated. He hadn't got that goal, but he's had two in two now. Um, are you hoping or are you confident that he can help, that he can continue helping the team in that kind of way? I think so, because I am watching that. I told you before that game that against Cardiff, and previous to Cardiff, I am watching that Sinani is having the right adaptation to, to the league. And Sinani didn't do a precision. He was doing the precision competing with the team, no? in the time that the team was competing. 
he was doing a normal precision and he was finding the normal adaptation to the new club uh, because he was the last player that arrived to tower club and he had to make this adaptation during the competition moment of the of the team. I don't know it was Leeds the last player to, to arrive to the club or was it? Yes, Leeds. Maybe I was right. I was Mipo. wrong because it was Mipo afterwards. Uh, or Mipo too. It's true that Mipo is the last one. Mipo was clear the last one before Mipo arrived uh, Leeds and, and, and Sinani. But it's true that Leeds arrived with experience, a lot of experience in the championship with many minutes before he arrived here. So it was no new the country and was no new the, the league for him. That's why he arrived. One of the reasons, because he was proving that he was one of the best players for me in the championship uh, before he arrived to, to be working with us. And for me, it was a new situation in terms of the championship, not to play in this country, but for Sinani, it was new competition with a new country uh, to be, because he was in Belgium before or Luxembourg, and with Norwich, we didn't see him playing in England. So for some players, are going to need more time to this adaptation. But I think the, when you are watching like always, I told you, no, just the, fu the, the football point of view when you analyze just the EBS point of view because I am watching everything that I can analyze. And I am thinking that he is preparing, he is more, adapt uh, he's more ready now to compete in the championship. And I know that the mentality of Sinani is one player that he is very self-demanding. He's very humble player, very self-demanding. So I know that he's going to try always to, to put this level, to keep this level because he wants to be an important player. He wants to continue to grow. He has a lot of growing mentality. And when you have players with this type of mentality, of course, you are going to enjoy in this process because he never going to be thinking for any excuse when he's not competing well. He wants to try to take responsibilities. And the people that always is thinking to, to, to take control of the situation that they can control, always for me are the players that can be more stable in this challenge process that I told you before. Great, that's all for me. Good luck Wednesday. Thank you so much. Thanks, Cheers. Steve. Jim, thanks for your patience. We'll come to you. Jim, there's no sound, I'm afraid. We can't hear you. Carlos, uh, just wondering, in terms of Mark Warburton and his Q QPR side, what are the main challenges of coming up against Queen's Park Rangers and Mark Warburton? I think uh, Mark is a coach with a lot of experience here in the country. He has... He's coaching his team more a lot of time, and I was watching from every time that I was in Leeds and I was playing against him and Squipiar. They are keeping the same style and the same mentality, and for me, he's making a, a very good job in that in, in the club. That's why they are in the position that they are in the in the table. That's why for me, from the last year, they did the second lap that they did the last year because they have for me replaced very well when they were losing important players. And now for me, they have a competitive squad. So I know that the game is going to be very demanding game with one team that they try to play or both teams, we try to play very similar in terms of the football that we want to, to do. Both teams play with the same shape. So for me, it's going to be one excited game, excited football game with two teams that are going to try to propose their style and are going to try to, to be better than their opponent. And we are going to try, we know that we always have to to be focusing ourselves, trying to show our red level to face any type of opponent, but QPR, I expect, uh, an important opponent to, to face. And finally, for me, Carlos, is there any particular player from Queen's Park Rangers that you'd have to give special analysis or attention to? Maybe Ilias Chair, is he really the real danger man? I think they have enough players in, the, in all the highs of the pitch to be a competitive team. 
because if you are thinking in chain, you are not thinking in other players that they have in the front of the attack, you will be making a, a mistake. For me, it's a team that they play well from the collective point of view. Chair is one important player, and they have even more strikers that for me that they are dangerous players. But if you are just thinking in some players, you are known to be prepared enough well to come face from the collective point of view the game in the way that we need to, to face because they are a good team in all the for me in all the lines. And that's why we need to prepare with our best every type of opponent.